wanted to open up the selection of phones that are allowed inside the factory. And really the other driver is to enable productivity opportunities that smartphones provide. Hello and welcome to Inside IT from the technology experts at Intel's own IT department. In today's podcast, Smartphones in the Fab. There's a consumerization trend in the enterprise that challenges IT. How can we realize productivity gains by allowing employees to use smartphones without compromising security or creating a huge management problem? Now think of the challenges of allowing employees smartphones in an environment like the fabrication plants where Intel chips are manufactured. Smartphones are not allowed in the factory because two primary issues. That's Jay Alexander, the project program manager in IT factory automation at Intel. One issue is the uh, risk for uh, intellectual property loss. So smartphones with cameras are, are not allowed. And the other big issue is the RF interference. Today, only phones that are uh, Intel approved and on the uh, Intel network are, are allowed in the factory. Currently, Intel's manufacturing employees can use corporate-owned cell phones with no camera, video, Wi-Fi, email support, enterprise applications, or advanced mobile capabilities. That's not much of a phone these days, if you can get one. Dumb phones are hard to find nowadays. Iran Burke is with the strategic architecture team in the security domain of IT at Intel. He's investigating how workers in manufacturing plants at Intel could use smartphones in other areas of the facility. The smartphones are allowed, but certain features or capabilities on this phone are exposing risk to the fab. We wanted to open up the selection of phones that are allowed inside the factory. And really the other driver is to enable productivity opportunities that smartphones provide. So Jay and Iran spearheaded a proof of concept to see how Intel might allow employees to use smartphones while controlling the risks associated with those phones. What we actually did, we used a physical, uh, you know, security gate and users swiping the badge in. We are checking if they have an Intel phones and if they have the Intel phones, we understand what is their model. And uh, once we understand the model, we are able to run a process which is eliminating the risk, you know, the camera and the Wi-Fi of those devices. So those devices are now allowed in, uh, but without the risks they may expose to the fab. Those risks are controlled by disabling features such as Wi-Fi connectivity and the phone's camera using over-the-air technology. Okay, that's good for Intel-managed phones, but what about a non-Intel phone? Jay Alexander. For the proof of concept, we use a, a passive detection system which listens to RF that the phones uh, transmit once they exit the entrance area. For the proof of concept, we use the Faraday cage at the entrance, which really blocks RF, and once the phone uh, exits that area, the exits the Faraday cage, it transmits back to the cellular network. And that's when we picked it up and detected that it, it was a unapproved phone. And then we sent alerts or SMSs notifying that an unapproved phone was detected. So how effective was this system? Well, they were able to detect 70% of the phones, Intel managed or not, at the entrance. Not bad, but not perfect. And that's only if the phone is turned on. There needed to be more. And the real concern is phones in use in the sensitive areas. Again, Jay Alexander. We had sensors in the factory, and once a phone that was turned off went through the entrance, that phone, if someone turned it on or powered it on, would immediately send out transmissions and those sensors would pick that up immediately and we would detect the phone. So really, if you look at the overall picture, we would detect 100% of the phones that were not allowed, either at the entrance or inside the factory. 
Burke and Alexander are pleased with the results of this proof of concept, but they say more work needs to be done. The Faraday cage, for example, is a bit complicated, and it requires the phone to lose signal. Then it's detected when the signal is regained. Iran Burke wants to address that in future proofs of concept. We move into something called an alternator cage. Just put some shielding on the corridor itself, and it's more like of an elegant solution to Faraday cage. Alexander says another approach might be to have a production system in place for Intel-managed phones. So we will be able to lock down or, or turn off features and services on Intel-managed phones when they go inside the factory and turn them back on when they exit. More fine-tuning is necessary, but the goal of all this work is to eventually incorporate a system into new Intel fabrication facilities. It presents a special challenge to the IT at Intel folks, but the increased productivity, flexibility, and job satisfaction of being able to use a smartphone in the other areas of work make it worth the challenge of allowing these phones in the fab while keeping that area secure. That does it for this edition of Inside IT. For more information about this IT challenge or anything IT, visit www.intel.com/it. For Inside IT, I'm Paul Lancor. <music>